Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we feature interviews with the smartest folks in mobile and growth who share invaluable, actionable, tactical insights on every aspect of mobile growth and marketing, not to mention some adjacent areas just as well. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shamant Rao, CEO of the mobile growth marketing firm Rocketship HQ and produced by Karishma Sundaram, our superstar content marketing manager at Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. It's been just over a month since Apple pulled the trigger on, on ATT in iOS 14.5, while ATT adoption is still not very close to 100%. Certainly, all of us have been testing uh, various channels on ATT iOS 14.5. Today, I wanted to highlight some of the key changes that have come to Google UAC and some of the big challenges we are seeing thus far. Let's jump right in, right? Uh, I'm gonna go over eight different changes and some of the challenges that we're seeing. Number one, we are able to run campaigns and optimize for events without Firebase. So Google's earlier guidance seemed to have been that you will need Firebase to run campaigns on iOS 14, but we are seeing that that is not necessary, at least as of today. Google does not have dedicated iOS 14 campaigns either, like some of the other platforms do, and iOS campaigns continue to be able to track and optimize for events that are imported from your MMP, at least as of today, at least as of now. Number two, the way more modeled events. So Google has been clear that most of the events that are actually reported in your dashboard will be modeled based on the machine learning models applied to their first party data primarily. And uh, also based on performance of consented users within apps that have the AdMob SDK. Uh, also considering that Google's owned and operated apps have decided not to show the ATT prompt. Again, this is not a completely new development considering that search campaigns on iOS have been modeled for some time now. Uh, you know, we talked about this in our episode from March 2020 titled Wealth. I don't see my Google UAC installs in my MMP. Uh, really, this is how we explained it because search traffic from uh, iOS campaigns was not seen in MMPs. It was just seen in Google because, and the, these metrics were modeled at that point of time, since that point of time. So modeled metrics aren't completely new, but there's gonna be a lot, lot more of it going forward. Number three, there's gonna be no hard cap on eight campaigns within Google UAC. Google's original guidance was that we, will be, we would be able to run no more than eight campaigns. However, now we see we are able to run more than eight campaigns just now. To be honest, performance is such a mess that we have hardly needed to make use of this provision just now. But this is useful to keep in mind, especially if you are a global advertiser across many geos that does need to have traffic from Google right now. Number four, there's no, no TROAS bidding only TCPA and TC, TCPI, 
So again, this is uh, somewhat known and expected because Google's guidance has been around this for a while now. Uh, again, this I don't expect this to be a huge loss because not many folks were using TROS thus far, at least not very successfully, uh, at, at, at least until this point. Number five, there is no such thing as conversion value mapping or setup. So this was a huge surprise for myself and our team. There has been no clearer obvious way to map conversion values via SCAD network or to optimize for these metrics. If we look at Google's official guidance, it says you can easily implement SKR network solution by upgrading to the latest version of Google Analytics for Firebase. This will automatically register your apps for SCAD network attribution and help you measure first open conversions for consented users. And what about post install events for non-consented users? There's the implication that the data will be modeled and certainly we are able to see other metrics post install events in the Google dashboards, but it's not exactly clear as to how these are arrived at, uh, as to how the modeling is done. Uh, so that's certainly been a surprise at least as of this point of time. Number six, there's no way to plug in MMPs, at least right now. At least as of now, there seems to be no way to use an MMP to pass conversion values to Google for optimization or to receive performance data based on SCAD network for reporting within an, uh, within an MMP. Google's guidance says, Alternatively, you can use another SDK that supports SCAD network or Im implement SCAD network's API or implement Apple's SCAD network API yourself, but it doesn't quite explain how you would do this. There's no documentation around this. At another point, Google's guidance says, app attribution partners, AAPs, will have access to the same information of SCAD network conversions and app campaign conversions. However, AAPs will not receive attribution claims on modeled conversions. So you will see differences between app campaigns, SCAD network and AAP reporting, which frankly sounds like a bit of a mess, but at least it seems to be coming, although we don't have any timelines around this just now. And a lot of this frankly remains very opaque. Number seven, reporting is a huge mess. So there is an SCAD network report that you can access within the Google Ads dashboard. You go into reports, other SCAD network conversions. However, this report appears bereft of much meaning or usefulness, at least of right, as of right now. We can see metrics that Google calls SCAD network conversions and SCAD network conversion values segment, but it's unclear exactly what these metrics are because Google doesn't even let us explicitly define SCAD network conversion schemas, and it does not let us plug into MMPs to do so. Additionally, the SCAD network conversion value segment is just not defined anywhere. We just don't even know what that means. Uh, right now, the, given the challenges with SCAD network reporting, what we are recommending is to use the main Google Ads dashboard to track Google's model conversions, at least until we have more clarity around SCAD network reporting. Number eight, Google has, Google has said to expect a five-day delay in the reporting of data. Now, this is surprising because Facebook and other platforms have generally advised on a delay of up to three days. Uh, and again, uh, this, 
you know, three days is somewhat understandable because of the way SCAD network timers work within Apple. Uh, so the five-day delay is definitely surprising and frustrating just because we don't understand why this is the case and wh why Google needs to have this happen, right? So those have been the eight big changes that are coming to Google Ads. And if I have sounded slightly frustrated and annoyed on this episode, it's because I am. Uh, I do hope some of this can change. So in summary, these are the big changes. One, we're able to optimize campaigns, run campaigns without Firebase. Number two, no hard cap on eight campaigns. Three, way more modeled events. Four, no TROAS bidding, only TCPA, TCPI. Five, no such thing as conversion value mapping or setup or within SKR network for Google. Number six, no way to plug in MMPs. Number seven, reporting is a huge mess as are a lot of other things just now, to be honest. Uh, number eight, there's a delay of up to five days in reporting. Overall, what's clear is also that performance, even the model numbers aren't the best for a lot of folks that we speak with. So we are actually going easy on Google ads right now, but we are hopeful, we are optimistic that things will change because Google has far too big of an invent of inventory on iOS to really walk away from this. Uh, so we will keep our ears close to the ground. Please stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.